Hello, everyone, and welcome back to James Cameron's Titanic Scene by Scene. I'm Brittany Butler. I'm Ethan Brim. And today we are talking about a real party, uh, which is such a fun scene. I love it so much. I'm so excited that we're finally here to the scene (laughs) and that we're finally like getting really close to the middle of the movie. Yeah. Like, again, it felt like we were going to be on Southampton and Departure forever. (laughs) Yeah, it was long. uh, It feels like we're actually moving forward with their development. Yes, yes. With the Jack and Rose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're finally in the thick of all that. And, of course, like, things are getting more historically heavy as well, um, which Mm -hmm. I've really been trying to do my notes on. And I just want to put it out there because we definitely... I've gotten some messages from, you know, Titanic history buffs, you know, trying to brief us on some things here and there, which I definitely appreciate. But yeah, I I really, I try to do my homework because, you know, I've said before that, you know, I read a lot of books about the ship and stuff growing up and there are so many things that you either just hear all the time or have heard once and then you commit that to memory and like that's what you know but then over the years new information comes out and then people are like no actually it was this and then that and then you have it wrong and then whatever and so with these upcoming scenes some of the notes I was taking I broke out like all of my books that I have to fact check and then I would look up stuff online as well and then stuff I'd find online was Uh, conflicting with the stuff I have in the books and then I'm like okay are these books just old or like like what's going on and then it's just very difficult to know what is actually the facts yeah and then I was telling you like so many people online like if you find a forum or like something like everyone is sharing things that they believe to be correct or what they have heard and whatever and so it's so difficult to actually know yes this was what happened this is the fact so i'm trying we are trying um there's a lot of passion behind the titanic i mean there is and and fortunately the a lot of the fans of the ship itself are fans of the movie i I think because i know there are people who don't like the movie who are fans of the ship but i think a majority of them are wouldn't you say yeah because it's it's at the same time it's still promoting the the lore of the Titanic, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I just wanted to put that out there, that with some of the historical stuff, just know that we're trying, I'm I'm trying, but this is really a podcast focused on the movie, and I don't want to just say just the fictional stuff, because obviously <laughs> that's what people get so mad about. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that is definitely a big part of what we're analyzing, you know, this is James Cameron's Titanic, um, you know, everything he wrote and put out there and became this huge thing. Uh, you know, that's really what we're kind of breaking down the most. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely mentioning historical stuff when it's relevant. Yeah. So just as a little email, this is just a really small one that, you know, just fun. Because I do want to read a little something something at the beginning. A little something something. Yeah, a little something something. Uh, so this is from Jay. And uh, they said, hey guys, just want to say that I'm loving the podcast so far. And then they just shared a little piece of trivia. They said, so a little bit of trivia that you might already know. David Warner, who plays Lovejoy, uh, is no stranger to Titanic movies. He has played Lawrence Beasley in the 1979 TV movie SOS Titanic and was also featured in the Titanic scene in the comedy movie Time Bandits. Oh, that's Um, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it says, you both, I love this though. You both are really helping me to see this movie in so many different ways and I can't wait for more. 
Cool. Much love, Jamie. So thanks, Jamie. Thank you for that, um, Jamie. And yeah, just like things like that make me really happy. You know, them saying that we're really helping them to see the movie in so many different ways. That was kind of the goal <laughs> to a degree yeah. of this, you know, because, you know, you know, as we've said, people have so many feelings and opinions about the movie and so many prejudgments that people can't get past. And so to be able to talk about, you know, different things and shed light on other perspectives and mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a nice little thing for someone to have said. So. Yeah, definitely. Right. So, jumping into a real party. So, the first class dinner scene ends with Jack presenting this question. And as something we were talking about in the first class dinner scene was all of these point of view shots that they were giving us, right? So, for most of the first class dinner thing, it was from Jack's perspective that we noticed. So, from when he went walking in Mm -hmm. to looking at Rose walking down to him, all this stuff was really from his perspective. And then I thought it was interesting how now it's from Rose's perspective when... Yeah, we kind of get... Yeah, we flip it. And it's interesting how it happens right when he's asking her to take the chance. It's almost like he's asking us now as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, trying to get us as an audience to open up and, and start yeah. maybe feeling what Rose feels. I don't know. Yeah. It, it was just, like, a technique I realized. Because like, he's looking smack dab into the camera, you know? <laughs> just kicking off this scene, you know? So you want to go to a real party? It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jack, I'll go hey, with you. A- <laughs> 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 I'm ready to go. I wonder what she thinks he's referring to as a real party. Right? If she has any expectations or if she's just, like, whatever. There are little things. I, I, I love, love, love how it does the hard cut to the party. Yeah, of course. And it's so loud in the theater. It's just so good. Yeah. It's just, you know, so you want to go to a real party? <laughs> yeah, I love the Irish music. It's really good. Yes, yes. It, it was a real band uh, called Gaelic Storm. Who oh, really? Was the, oh, cool. Yeah, who was the band playing there. And they really were playing... Um, live for a lot of the shots and stuff um oh really cool you know so yeah so it was they're really great and really brought amazing energy uh to the scene yeah i think it's interesting as much as i love the hard cut it makes you wonder how did they get there like how did how did jack take her down there like like what was the journey to get down to the party yeah yeah i think think they had to do the hard cut just because of the jacks because they're trying to juxtapose oh yeah 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 but of yeah, course. it's always funny, like especially a, a movie where you're so wrapped up in the world that you want to know behind the scenes and like all this stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But anyway, but I mean, she's fitting in right away down there. You know, yeah. she's just <laughs> sitting there and observing, and uh, no one's really uh, questioning why she's there. You know, they're just like, okay, I guess she's here. Funny, no one cares. Yeah. Whereas, like the other way around, it's like everyone's staring at Jack and stuff, but then she mm-hmm. gets down there, and everyone's just like, yep. More the more the merrier, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's it's. I I feel like that happens a lot in movies. With yeah, it's usually the people who, I guess, don't have anything to lose. They're more likely to be welcoming of. Yeah, they're less judgmental. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's, yeah. Party. I, I'm not. I'm you know again with the history. I'm not trying to say yeah. A party like this totally happened. Um, oh, it did. I looked it up. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's not out of the realm of possibility, um, you know, that the third class people did get 
a little rowdy down there. Shooty. Like had a little quote unquote party or whatever. Um, you know, this isn't the only third class party to be depicted in a Titanic film. There was like yeah. a more tame one in A Night to Remember, but pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Violins were out and yeah. people were dancing jigs and, you know. Fiddles. Fiddles, yeah. They were out and people were dancing. And so, I mean, I, I think it's like a common thread that something like this maybe happened. Sure, you yeah. Know? I mean, I, I think it's safe to say. Everyone's partying. I mean, back in the 1912, like, what were people doing for fun? Yeah. Besides, like, you know, there weren't, like, a lot of leisurely activities or that you could do besides, especially on a ship. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're yeah. just going to dance and play music. And, yeah, there wasn't TV or movies or, I mean, there books and just staring at your art on the wall. Yeah. So they're drinking and they're having a party. <laughs> exactly. One of the first things we see is Jack and Cora. And something I forgot to mention when we were talking about that deleted scene where Rose visits the third class, I forgot to mention that Jack, um, when he's sitting there and drawing with Cora, uh, her parents come over and they say, all right, Cora, say bye to Uncle Jack. And she says, bye, Uncle Jack. (laughs) Uncle Jack. And he's like, bye, Cora. And I'm like, oh, that's just so sweet. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah they, obviously they've probably only known each other for, you know, a day or two. Yeah. But yeah, but that's just super cute. And uh, I think there's something about it that always gets me in that deleted scene because, you know, everyone wonders, you know, oh, what if Jack and Rose made it to New York? And what if she actually got pregnant and it was Jack's baby and whatever? And yes. it just makes me sad to see him acting like fatherly at all. To a small child. Yeah. I think that's the reason why it's in the, why the thing with Cora and Jack is there. Yeah. To show what he would have been like if he had kids or whatever. And so yeah. at least Rose can see what he would have been like. or And I get an idea of how he was with kids. Oh my God. Why am I getting choked up? So she can see what it would, you know, when you're courting somebody, you want to know. And you, if you plan on having kids, you want to know what you're yeah partner would be like with kids Mm -hmm. yeah why did that just make me really sad and emotional like (laughs) that's so sad because she imagine that because she can she never will get to see it yeah that's all she has thanks oh spoiler alert sorry (laughs) yeah i know but oh my god i know but that's why i'm getting emotional because she will never get to see it And and that's what i mean about this movie the whole idea of memory being so important to this movie because it's like she has those memories mm-hmm. of watching him with Cora and yeah. also knowing that Cora is gone too. Like, you know, yeah. to think back to something like that. Yeah. Is, again, it's just something I can't even put into words. Definitely, yeah. Uh, anyway. So, of course, we see Fabrizio and Helga as well. <laughs> I love Fabrizio. MVP. And by the way... They made a point to show him asking Helga for consent to put his hand on her waist. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, yeah. Is it okay if I put my hand here? Okay. (laughs) That's a very kind of old school mentality, too. I think, like, people were more... There's a lot more chivalry, obviously, back then. Oh, yeah. And I think people, you know, is it okay if I kiss you or is it okay if I hold your hand or whatever, you know. That was more... But it's nice to see. Like, especially today. Like, it stood out. I was like, oh, snap. Right. Definitely, yeah. But yeah, in my notes, I wrote that this scene might feel the most homey and warm to me. Yeah. Because it was my favorite as a kid. 
and I watched it over and over and over, just rewound and watched it so many times. There's a lot of different things happening. And it's a change of pace, you know? It's just like this fun explosion of energy. Yeah, I don't know. It's just just something I always loved about it. So every time it does that hard cut and goes to the scene, I just can't help but get happy. Yeah. You know? Have you ever seen Adventures in Babysitting, the original 80s movie? Not the original, uh, no. And I actually still haven't seen the DCOM either, but no. The, so there's a scene where they're trying to get to the city. I think it's Chicago. And they stumble upon this blues club. And then it's, it's like total culture shock because there's all these like white kids from the suburbs and then they're in this blues club and they're welcomed in there and then they're like, but first you got to sing the blues. So then she goes on stage and it's like this big party and hmm. it just makes you want to be there and you're like, man, that looks so cool. Yeah. And it has like a very homey feeling to it also. I don't know, this whole time I was yeah. watching it, it kind of reminded me of that. It's kind of a stretch, but I think I just really like that movie, so. <laughs> but I just really like that yeah. movie, so. <laughs> so I always think about that scene. No, yeah, it was just like some of the stuff Liz was talking about in the last episode, like with the color and light, and it's super hazy and like yeah, because there is probably smoke down there from people smoking, so it's yeah. like you know, it's just it just has this feel to it um, that I just really love. We really see Rose in this scene pretty much having fun for maybe the first time ever. Yeah. <laughs> or at least maybe the first time since she was a really, really, really yeah. little girl. But maybe not, because we see kind of in the next scene something with the little girl, and maybe that's how Rose was treated when she was a kid. Yeah, yeah, So maybe yeah. she wasn't even having fun then. Yeah, who knows how far back her yeah. happiness ended, you know? She's having fun now, though. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, so she's clapping along, watching Jack dance with Cora. And it was funny because every time I watch this now, all I can see is Jack doing that same exact move with Cora over and over oh, yeah. and over. He's just, he's spinning her and spinning her and spinning it's her. It's the like, only she's... move I know. <laughs> <laughs> she is going to get whiplash, this poor girl. <laughs> she can get dizzy and fall down. But yeah, so then of course he stops dancing with Cora and he's like, okay, I'm going to dance with her now, all right? It's just so cute. Yeah. And I guess in the script, originally she said, may I cut in, miss, or something? And yeah. I'm like, what? Like, it's so much better with, like, you know, him trying to really yeah, break her out of the shell. Definitely. Like, because cause she's not she's not there yet, yeah. you know? Yeah. She still has to kind of get pushed along a little bit. Yeah, yeah. like, at this point, it, it would be a little weird if she was like, may I cut in, miss? I'd be like, what? Yeah, like, she's not sense. really... Yeah, she's at this point as well, she's supposed to be still a fish out of water. Yeah. This is her first time in the third class. You know, she's just kind of sitting back like a wallflower yeah. a little bit. Like, she thinks that she can get away with just being a little wallflower. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like, okay, I'm just going to clap along and watch and sip a beer. Definitely. <laughs> and then he's like, no, come on. This is a big step for her towards being herself, being quote unquote free. You know, she's she's so in her head about just dancing to the yeah. point where you're like, I don't know the steps. And he's like, uh, neither do I. Just go with it. Don't think. Yeah. Um, like, I just love that. Like, whenever he says that, I just get so happy and she just kind of screams and they're just dancing around and they cut to a bunch of other people laughing and Tommy's laughing. And, you know, people try to say the depiction of, you know, oh, third class people down here, they're living and they're having fun and blah, blah, blah. This is what living's about. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's not always the case. But, you know, in this sure. scene, you know, knowing what's going to happen tomorrow night, this is just a bunch of people getting together for the moment and, you know, quote unquote, living, just having fun, letting go. Yeah. Um, you know, again, <laughs> not thinking at all about what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, being uh, quote unquote poor 
is not. I mean, obviously, it's not a walk in the park. There's tons of struggles and, and stuff. And mm. I mean, a lot of the struggles come from society's expectations, too. But I think being able to just unwind and being with each other and just having a party and, and you know, harmless fun for the most part, um, you know, it's a good way to live. Whereas people who are rich also don't aren't just living the greatest life either. I mean, there are struggles yeah. with... I mean, obviously, they have their societal insecurities or whatever, and like we see. Mm-hmm. But then when they unwind, it's like not appealing at all. <laughs> it's like they're just talking about the stock market or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. When they do that hard cut, another yeah. hard cut to the to the first class smoking room, which is like kind of to show, you know, a, a, a contrast between, you know, first class and third class. But then as I was taking my notes, once again, I was writing and something else just came to me. It's sort of also showing the contrast between Jack and Cal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like what, you know what I mean? Like what could Rose be missing out on? Yeah. You know, just the kind of life um, she might be having with Cal as opposed to Jack and just the kind of people they are, you know? Yeah. Like how different they are in that way, um, you know yeah. how how Cal is spending his free time and how Jack is spending his yeah, leisure, exactly. free, you know, free time. It's like yeah, the your last day on this earth, and you're just gossiping about. <laughs> That's what Rockefeller says, but the Supreme Court is not swallowing yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, would you want your last moments to be that, or would you want it to be in the third class party, having like you know dancing or whatever? Yeah. And then, you know, and then, because I think that's what people are like, you know, it's like, oh, not all first class people are just sitting around smoking and talking about all this stuff. And it's like, of course, of course. But what else were they doing? I mean, I'm sure there probably were people, though, that weren't, you know, that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what yeah. What was Rose's mom doing? Just reading a book. Probably having tea, walking around. Yeah. Gossiping. Yeah. 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 Who knows? But yeah, before that hard cut, of course, um. Jack brings Rose up onto that little platform. He just starts dancing this jig that obviously he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just doing it. Yeah. And I just, I love this so much when she, you know, looks at him almost like, uh, okay, it's on. <laughs> and then takes off her shoes and then she starts doing whatever also very poorly. Um, he's like, okay, this is cool though. Like, let, like let's do it. And uh, they just keep going back and forth. And but, I mean, it, yeah, it wasn't like amazing tap dancing, but it was like no something. When I was a kid, I thought it was supposed to be like uh, Irish step dancing oh, or something. Like, but yeah, and it's just cute. And like the faces they make at each other yeah. during the scene are really telling. Yeah, it's you don't see them as different in that moment either. Like you don't see them as from different worlds. Whereas like when Jackson yeah. the, at dinner. He definitely, like, you can tell they're not from the same backgrounds, but they mm. like, this whole scene, they feel, you don't even think about it. Yeah. Well, because they feel like two teenagers or two young adults. Just not like, caring. Just, yeah, yeah. It's just adorable. And I love the face she makes where she's kind of, like, trying to one-up him, I always say. Yeah. Like, after he does a little move again, she's like, mm, okay. She, like, makes this sort of, like... <laughs> Yeah. Pouty face, like, all right, I'm going to do this now. I'm going to bounce around in a circle and uh, everything. And then, of course, um, he takes her and they spin around and we get more point of view shots, which, you know, in this scene, you know, it's done all the time. You know, when people are spinning around and they cut to yeah. the point of view of the other person and then the point of view of the other person. It's kind of become like a, a joke now. Yeah. This little bit. Yeah. yeah. But I think since we've already got a lot of those other point of view shots, 
Like, you don't think about it. Like, I never really thought about how many point of view shots we were getting the scene before. Yeah, I know. Um, and so now when you see this one, it's like amping it up and you're not even really aware. Like, yeah, definitely. Like, now that, like, they're in the middle of having this super fun moment, they put us in their shoes once again. Mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of makes you fall in love with both of them yeah, in a way. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It's like, it's like we're, we're, we're seeing both of them from both of their perspectives in that moment. What was the, the Irish guy when he, uh, she couldn't understand him? What, what, do you know what he said? Oh, he was Swedish, I think. Or whatever, yeah. Oh, I, okay. Whatever yeah, he was. I think he might have been Jack's roommate. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. The guy that says, where's Sven? Sven? I think yeah. that was him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that part's funny, too, because she thinks that she just can't hear him because it's loud. Yeah. <laughs> Not like, because he's literally speaking another language. He's like the Swedish chef from the Muppets. <laughs> She's just like, I can't understand you. Yeah. I'm like, because he's speaking another language, honey. Yeah. Not because it's loud. <laughs> oh, okay. I couldn't tell if he was just mumbling or if it was like... It's like a totally <laughs> other language. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, sometimes when I watch this scene, I get like goosebumps. Like One time I cried watching this scene because of how happy Rose looked. Yeah. And thinking of, you know, how this is really her just opening up and having just pure fun with this person who's finally, like, engaging with her in this way, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of course, Rose uh, downing the beer and saying, like, what? Oh, yeah, wait, my Rose impression that, you know, I, I do my my Kate Winslet's Rose impression for my mom all the time and she just dies laughing. <laughs> what? You think a first-class girl can't drink? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> and then she, she downs her Guinness. Yep. And then, of course, like he's just smiling at her, and then a guy dumps the beer on her, and then he turns into, like, Boston guy. Hey, get out of here. Get out of like, here. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but I love that, though, right? Like, look at the... Of course, like, Jack is, like, people throw around that saying the manic pixie dream boy like that's kind of the role he's serving i guess yeah but it is so nice to see just small little interaction things right so like she that you know the beer gets thrown on her and he's like yo get out of here you know it's like are you all right like starts like fixing her up like trying to help and she's like i'm fine like you know it's just it's i don't know it's just like small little things like that where i'm like look at him he cares he's he's trying to make sure she's all right there you know well because yeah i don't know if you can't i mean it's the same i mean it's not just because of that the role or whatever i mean if it was the other way around she probably would have said you okay you know what i mean yeah Yeah. i don't know there's just like i think it's just because jack dies (laughs) what you know I know, again, what? Sorry, guys. But I think it's just because Jack dies, like, seeing all these little things, the kind of person he was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...makes it more emotional for me. I mean, yeah. When you're in a new relationship, too, like, you're gonna be more, like... I mean, you're more on your toes, you know? Mm Because you want the other person to like you, too. And, I mean, when you make a connection with somebody at first, like, everyone's the dream partner. You know what I mean? And that's just how it is. So, I mean, if you only know someone for a few days... You don't see as many of their flaws, mm-hmm. which is good and bad at the same time. Yeah, right? yeah. and bad, yeah. It's but, good because yeah. then they're trapped forever, like, eternalized in this cast. But at the same time, like, you always wonder what else there was. Mm-hmm. Rose says, so, <laughs> the, you think you're big, tough men? Let's see you do this. And goes on her tippy toes. Apparently, this is impossible to do, by the way. Like, hurts to watch. Yes. But apparently, like, ballerinas have said, like, yeah, you can't go on point from, like, 
no weight whatsoever. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You would need the sh- the proper shoes to do it. Like, you can't just, just put, put all your, your weight toes. up on your toes. <laughs> like, really? You have to have real huh. strong toe muscles to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you weigh, like, 20 pounds. Yeah. And she, um, of course, is being held up by really thin wires that you cannot see. But Okay. But, yeah. And... So she does that, and I do love that, though. It's, like, her way of just showing, like, hey, in this moment, like, this is just one little way I'm going to show you I'm strong. <laughs> like, At you first, know? I thought she was going to try to arm wrestle them. Right? <laughs> but I like it. You know what I mean? It's the way she says, okay, well, then let's see you do this. Yeah. Like, I know this is something I can do that you can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be about, like, arm strength. Like, I got leg strength or whatever. Yeah. I got toe, toe strength. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like mad toe strength like yes. 100 pounds on my that. toe strength is holding the weight of my entire oh my body made my yes. made me I was in pain watching it there are some little blurbs in um, the James Cameron's Titanic book uh, that I just love it's like a movie companion mm. book kind of it's not the not the it's not the, scre- it's not the screenplay book it's, a, it's like just a different it's just a different book it came out back in the day and it was a New York Times bestseller, of oh, course. Yeah. <laughs> sure. um, but yeah, there's a little blurb from Leo that says, You have to accept that it was a different time. Dancing was more than dancing. It was part of the communication between men and women, which was very different in 1912, especially between a first-class lady and someone like my character. But I think Jack kind of ignores all of that, and it's why Rose is interested in him. He doesn't hesitate. So... Yeah. Um, like, as we've been talking about, like, why she's more drawn to someone like him in these instances, it's because it's just refreshing, <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, of course. God. I mean, yeah, we already, yeah, we already see how unappealing the other side is. Yeah, and so, well, yeah, when she falls after she stands on her toes and the, I haven't done that in years! <laughs> Every time she falls on him after she just got beer all over her, yeah. I'm like, he's getting Molly's son's soup dirty! That's true. Man, that's inconsiderate. You know? Yeah. But it's like, it's weird. Like, when he gives it back to her, it's like, uh, here, Molly, here's the thing covered yeah. in beer and I like, uh, sweat. I like to think and... it was dry clean. Yeah. I went, to a, I went to a party in college one time, and it was like a black and white party, so you had to wear mm-hmm. a white shirt, and then they, like, drew mm-hmm. on you or whatever. It was black mm-hmm. lights and stuff. It's like a thing. Uh, and I borrowed someone's shirt, and then someone spilled beer on me, and then I gave it back to them with beer on it. Yeah. They were kind of upset, I mean, what can you but do? I was like, I don't have a laundry machine, so. Right. <laughs> He's holding her, like, in a dip sort of thing, yeah. and Lovejoy comes around the corner upstairs, look, walking down the stairs, looking down at them like an evil, evil man, the face that he has. Yeah. Like, he's just like, dun-dun. <laughs> yeah, he has an evil look. Just a glare, yeah. a glare. And it's sad, because then we see it from his perspective, and she's just so happy with this third-class guy, and they're like, oh, this is so yeah. bad. You know, I can see why they'd be concerned and not want this to happen as she yeah. is engaged yeah, yeah, <laughs> to someone. I mean, it's only, I mean, it makes sense. You know, you're not going to. Yeah. The way he has to be up there just killing the vibes. Yeah. So then, of course, the scene ends with everyone like grabbing hands and running around doing this line dance thing. I don't know. But I always loved this because like the movement of it is just so. 
I guess fluid, right? And yeah. they're the the way it cuts to slow mo, it has just always made me feel feelings. I don't even know. And 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 of course the song that they play then, Drowsy Maggie, mm. uh, it's more minor than the other songs that have been playing. Yep. And so you know, as someone who's aware of music, uh, you know, that's just a song that's a little darker sounding, a little more moody. Yeah. Um. And so when it hits that song and it cuts to slow mo, and you know she's happy. And the audio falls out of sync on purpose too. I like that as well. Yeah, it does. Everyone's just sort of, you know, ex- you know, shouting and stuff, and you hear this one laugh from her that's like, ah, <laughs> or whatever, and it's like out of sync with what we're seeing. And I don't know, just something about that. I always really liked it. Yeah. With that more minor Irish song as well. I think the minor thing works really well, fading into the next scene with Cal, like. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I just think it works really well. You ever been to an Irish like con- like show or concert or anything? I have not. Oh my gosh, there's so much fun. Like river dance? Uh, not like that big, but like uh, I went to the. There's this band that is really good. They're a, like a Celtic band called Scythian. Mm-hmm. Uh, check them out. They're super bomb. But like I saw, they came to LA, and there was just a small little club like venue bar thing. 21 and over and this thing was like a mad party it was kind of it felt like the titanic third class party but uh Mm. it was super fun yeah Mm. highly recommend going to an irish band party club (laughs) so there is a deleted scene that would have happened right after this um and it's called shooting star the fade into the breakfast the next morning with cal is way more powerful than what the deleted scene would have been. Mm -hmm. So, like, the deleted scene is basically just, like, extended joy of, you know, Jack and Rose for a little bit and then uh, them having to part from each other. It's more powerful, especially seeing Lovejoy at the end of the dance scene and then seeing Cal in the next scene. Like, that part is the most effective. Yeah, it's the most effective that way. Whereas this is, like, Mm -hmm. you see that and then there's tension from the audience and then you go into them being, like, on the deck and like more continuation it's like but what happens with love you know and then you're thinking about it all the time and then you're like that's all you can think about is love joy seeing them you know yeah and ending on that note yeah yeah but again like as we've talked about with deleted scenes they help build the world and they fill in some gaps and it is interesting you know sometimes you you do think like before I remember I, I don't know if it was maybe before I saw this deleted scene because I can't even remember the first time I saw these deleted scenes either like I'm just I've just always been aware of them mm-hmm. but I mean I would imagine you know before I would know about this scene you know you do wonder like okay how much longer did that party go on for like yeah. how did Rose get back to the cabin like like you know you're just little things like that that you maybe wonder and so seeing a scene like this is super sweet for that reason I love seeing them walking on the deck and drunkenly kind of singing together the, you know, come Joseph, Like Darth and Cat style. Machine. Yeah, it's just so cute. And um, them forgetting the words and just laughing. Yeah. And of course, this song would have been a setup for the flying scene and then another scene when Rose is lying on the driftwood. She sings it to herself. Um, but again, this would have been a third thing in a setup and payoff sequence so it's just it's too much like I I feel like we don't you don't need 
this first introduction to the song. When it yeah. comes back around in the flying scene, you know, only 10, 15 minutes later or something than it would have been, you know, when it comes back around in the flying scene, it just makes sense that he'd maybe start singing that because she's flying. She just said, I'm flying. Mm-hmm. And so it just makes sense for him to suddenly just be like, come Josephine, my flying machine, you know? It's like, fine, like, we didn't need to know that it also came from them drunkenly singing it after the party, you know? The Was that a song that they played in the scene before or no? No. Okay, it was just, no. a, that was the first time we heard it. It's just like a little, it's like a pop tune of the time, I guess. I really like this scene as a scene, but I can understand why it wouldn't be put there, and if it's not there, then it can't really be anywhere else, but yeah, I really like the scene, though. I like mm-hmm. how it's written, and I like the moment, and I'm just a sucker for any of the scenes that are outside at nighttime. I just mm. love seeing, like, the ocean or, like, the stars and and just the deck. And it's kind of nice to see, it's nice to see Titanic that way without it sinking. Yeah, exactly. The, pretty much the only time we see Titanic in night shots is when it's sinking. Yeah, so for the most It's kind of nice to just see these two, yeah. these two kids just, like, having a good time. Titanic's alive still. There's, it's alive still, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, I know. You know, it, it, it's, it's not... I just love the nighttime outside scenes. Yeah, even when it's not sinking. Uh, mm-hmm. Even when it is sinking, it still looks... <laughs> I know, I mean, no, it, it just is. looks nice. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. not night. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but like some of the dialogue is cute, you know, with her saying, you know, my crowd, they they think they're giants. They're not even dust in God's eye. <laughs> like some of that stuff is yeah. like so old school Hollywood yeah, movie, though. Yeah, no, it's a good... It's a good... I like it, though. I do. I love it. And yeah, where he says... There was a mistake. You're not one of them. You got mailed to the wrong address or whatever. Yeah. And she just laughs like, huh, I was, wasn't I? That is hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cute. Yeah, it is cute. Of course, you know, you have to have the, look, a shooting star. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's very, it's kind of cliche, but yeah. I know. And then, you know, uh, Jack being like, that was a long one. Him saying, you know, my pops used to say, whenever you saw one, it was a soul going to heaven. Which, that also would have been a setup, because in the original alternate ending, after Rose drops the diamond into the ocean, she, like, looks up at the sky, and they fade up to the sky, and there's a shooting star. Oh, really? Yeah. And so that's interesting, though. There's always the debate about whether or not Rose dies at the end. How was there a debate on that? Yeah, people think she's dreaming because every night in my dreams, you know. People think, oh, maybe she's she's just dreaming of being back on the ship. Gotcha. Whatever. It's a conspiracy that James Horner made. Exactly. And so I feel like that maybe would have made it a little bit unambiguous because it fades to the sky and there's the shooting star and the shooting star fades into like her sleeping in the bed so i think Mm. if we had that connection of knowing that oh a shooting star is a soul going to heaven then it's like oh rose died like automatically like that's like supposed to be symbolic of of her soul going to heaven i would have just thought that that meant jack went to heaven that's what i would have thought it meant yeah true true I literally, before you said that, I just started thinking about that connection. (laughs) But again, I mean, it's a little late. I mean, you died 84 years ago. It's a little late for the soul to be be shooting to heaven. (laughs) But it is, you know, right after she gets rid of the necklace and... Yeah. yeah. Interesting. She's like, are we supposed to wish on it? And then, why? What would you wish for? 
and then the dramatics and of course she's front of she's in front of a really bad green screen right there because they didn't bother to yes fix it because it's a deleted scene um so it looks kind of poor uh but yeah and then her just like looking taking him in and then something i can't have in my notes i wrote that so old school like just something yeah. about those lines i kind of like, like it though yeah i know it's like it, it's like it's like they can say lines like that in this movie exactly, okay because it's so old school like let them do it like don't come down on them for being like oh the script sucks it's like let them be melodramatic cheesy like like because they can you know yeah or as as for <laughs> yeah it works like i love it i was gonna say as for uh bill paxton he has no excuse. It doesn't work as well in that timeline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and it's so cute too, like the way they, they leave each other at the door and she says, you know, I don't want to go back. Yeah. You, you feel it. Like as soon as she's, they're happy, they're walking and then she looks and notices first class entrance and it's like, oh. I think right. I, I just really like this scene. It just kind of reminds me of like young love. Yeah. Like me in high school and like dating and like when my wife and I first met and like it reminded me of that just kind of like you know dropping her off and her being like oh, I don't want to go yeah. inside and it's just like this whole thing uh, I just really like this scene and obviously like me too at least I got to see it mm-hmm. but at the same time I understand why it's not in the movie yeah but it's a good scene though it is it, it totally gives you that feeling of like your first boyfriend first girlfriend like yeah. and how you feel that way like whenever you hang out with them you don't want to leave them and it's, yeah, you had like you know? such a great time and it's like oh, I don't want this night to end and it's like so mm-hmm. you just had such a great night and like did all these fun things and then oh, now I have to like drop them off yeah and then you just can't wait for the next time you see them you know exactly and that's all you're thinking about yeah, yeah. and so it kind of it kind of makes ja- the next scene or two scenes at the mass where Jack's like, you know, yeah. he's passionate. Like you understand mm-hmm. it. Cause he's probably like, couldn't sleep. And he's like, yeah. just all he's thinking about is Rose. Exactly. And he's wondering, is she thinking about me? Like whatever. Yep. Oh, yeah, I love man, it. It's crazy. <laughs> I love that stuff. I'm a sucker. I'm yeah. a sucker for it. Same. You know, her saying something, something I can't have. Yeah. Like, obviously I think she's meaning obviously him, but then also, you know, freedom and, sure, yeah. and just all, all this happiness and all this other stuff. But I mean, for her to like say, like be looking from his eyes to his lips, eyes to his lips, like in that scene, you know, and then saying something I can't have. Good night, Jack, yeah. you know, and running away. It's just kind of like, okay, she's flat out right there being like, okay, I like you yeah. in this way. <laughs> it's, yeah. So at this point, it's, yeah. So if that was in there, it would have been like a real solid yeah, I like you now. Yeah, confirmation, yeah. So, so the fact that it isn't there kind of leaves it a little bit more ambiguous. For the next scene when she's kind of on the fence about it. Yeah, you start wondering, you're like, oh, what does she, is she gonna, does she feel the same way or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Her conflict is more real now. I mean, I mean, we know, we all know, and we're all rooting for it to happen, but at the same time, it's nice to maybe not know exactly where she's at, you know? Yeah, you want to kind of see her conflict, her conflicted in her head and like, see how she comes to realize it you know yeah yeah exactly Mm -hmm. because it is really great when she does realize it i think but yeah i think that's gonna do it for a real party and the shooting star deleted scene which you know i thought it it was relevant to talk about yeah Yeah, it's because it's a good scene i i feel like everyone should check it out if you get a chance yeah so that's about it so follow us on all the socials twitter facebook instagram titanic scene by scene 
www.tumblr.com. And what else is there? Is there anything else? I don't know if we are. Do you have a voicemail box for this one? We do have a voicemail. Yes, yes. Leave a voicemail via Anchor. There should be a link in the description. Um, we'd love to hear from you. And yeah. Leave a review on iTunes. Yes. If you're liking what you're hearing. Yeah, we haven't said that in a while. Please, yeah. Give us a nice little review uh we'd appreciate it of course i think it helps out doesn't it if you have yeah it helps you show up in the searches higher yeah so if you want to help us go ahead (laughs) so yeah so thank you guys for listening and we'll see you in the next scene see ya